This is Nursing Australia Week, a week of entertainment, education and energy for all Australian nurses. Proudly presented by APNA, the Australian Primary Healthcare Nurses Association, Health Workforce Queensland, New South Wales RDN and Northern Territory PHN. So welcome to this, our final episode of Nursing Australia Week. I'm Matt Sitledger. And I'm Suzanne Blackaby. Wow, what a week it has been, Matt. What's been your fave bits? What's been the best for you? Uh, I've had a few highlights. I think the standout for me is Georgie Carroll, definitely. Such a pleasure. Working with her was great, yeah. Yeah. So the other thing that really was a standout for me was the fact that these really high-profile, super smart heads of special places in health and medicine were willing to, you know, set some time aside to talk to us and to talk to nurses with boots on the ground. You know, I, I remember, I think it was Nick from the Burnett Institute, you know, that guy did a recording in a car because we had access issues and stuff in the heat with the windows up. Yeah. So, you know, amazing. Yeah. And Steve from the task force, he literally ran and was taking PPE off and taking scrubs off, coming in to do the interview and then going back to the ICU. Like, next level. It's nuts. And and Christine from NSEERS and, of course, the lovely Sarah from the Infection Prevention Control Hotline. And speaking of, of nuts, uh, John from Medicine Sans Frontiers, he's not nuts. He's a lovely, a lovely guy. But being able to record from their office in Paris... Um, in an environment that is, is uh, I think, next level in terms of PPE. You could see in the background, you know, people coming and going, just wearing, masking up and demasking and, and donning and doffing. And so I was, I was really, it was really awesome that he was able to find that time for us. I think it really does show, although we don't hear it a lot, people who are the decision makers on health and policy rate nurses they really do, mm. and they were willing to work around us and uh, in difficult conditions and do interviews this week. So thank you so much to all those experts. Yeah, thank you so much. I really, I really benefit a lot from hear, hearing amazing nurses' stories. I really, I really do like that, and it reminds you perhaps why you're nursing because there's so many, so many times where I've questioned what the hell am I doing here or why do I want to do this, and then you realise that there are so many people out there that ultimately it doesn't matter where you come from, we all have that same common purpose i know that sounds sappy but that you know no it's nice <laughs> but it is it, it's it's inspiring the stories that we've heard which is kind of an overused word right now i feel but mm. but just yeah the level of motivation collectively of nurses to just get stuff done is is outstanding outstanding yeah Un unprecedented, that's another overused word, but this week has been unprecedented. The amount of support from listeners has been amazing. And being able to give nurses prizes, freebies. Who doesn't love a good freebie? I love that. Uh, I do. It gives such a thrill. Yeah, it's nice. The, everyone sharing their stories and stuff. You know, we could do our own book. Georgie Carroll did a book. We could do a book and we could put all those <laughs> gossipy stories in it. <laughs> exactly. <gasps> I know. <laughs> I was thinking that I'm like, I want to do a ghostwriter deal because I don't have time to write it, but um, I'm sure we can. Do you know what? Do you know what it would look like? It would look like one of those, you know, when you're watching um, spy TV and someone requests some, you know, secret government document and they get it and there's about three legible uh -huh. words on the page, everything else would be bleeped out. 
that's what we would have to do, <laughs> especially that foreign body yeah. competition. Like we, there would be so much uh, redacted. <laughs> the, the filth. <laughs> the fun. That, I, actually, th- uh, yeah, that, that, that's probably my highlight was definitely scouring the multitude of emails and text messages we received um, on Tuesday was was something else. The the uh, items, oh, God. <laughs> okay, we don't, need, we don't need to go back to the balloon knot, Matt. <laughs> let's not, yeah, let's, let's not rehash. Let's, Where's that spill uh, kit? It's all about Where's me. that mop and bucket? Clean it up. <laughs> Wash your mouth out with sunlight soap. So this is our last episode, so we're about to hear from Nurse Jackson Heilberg. Um, we'll announce the winner of our final Spill Your Guts competition. And then it's time to finish off with another song for nurses. But first, let's kick off with the news. The effect of Melbourne's lockdown on the rate of stillbirth, new National Aged Care Advisory Council and Nursing Australia, trending on the podcast charts. This is Nursing Australia News. Hello, I'm Mitch Wall. A new study has found the rate of stillbirth in Melbourne during its extended lockdown increased from 1 in 400 births to 1 in 300. The University of Melbourne Mercy Hospital for Women and Northern Hospital study found the alarming increase was potentially due to the reduction of face-to-face care during COVID-19 lockdowns. A link to the report can be found in the show notes. Federal Health Minister Greg Hunt has announced a new National Aged Care Advisory Council tasked with implementing the government's reform agenda in response to the Royal Commission into Aged Care Quality and Safety. 17 prominent Australians will provide expert advice on aged care issues, but the ANMF say that nursing and aged care workforce representatives have been left out. ANMF Federal Secretary Annie Butler said she was astonished that frontline aged care nurses and carers had been shunned. You can find a link to the ANMF media release in the show notes of this episode. And Nursing Australia has shot up the podcast charts this week. It's currently ranked as the second most listened to medical podcast in Australia and appears on Spotify's top podcast chart. Are you a nurse working in primary healthcare and looking for the next step in your career? Or do you work in a hospital and curious about moving into a primary healthcare setting? Check out the APNA Nursing Jobs page, powered by Healthcare Link, where you can search jobs near you. Click the link in the show notes of this episode. Welcome back. Lots of nurses have a little side hustle to keep them going. Today we hear from nurse Jackson Heilberg. A couple of years ago, Jackson started a website called The Nurse Break when he was a student. It's a space for nurses to share their stories. This segment of Nurses Doing Amazing Things is sponsored by Health Professionals Bank. Hi guys, I'm Jackson, founder of The Nurse Break. I'm a platform for nurses and midwives, students and so on across Australia. I'm a registered nurse. I'm originally from Victoria and I'm now residing in the Territory, which is a great place to live. I work like a mixture of primary healthcare and emergency. I guess originally I actually didn't want to be a nurse. I had all these misconceptions, you know, nursing would be boring, guys can't be nurses. At the same time, I was volunteering at music festivals in medical teams with St. John Ambulance, and it was here that I was exposed to the behind the scenes of what the nurses, doctors and paramedics really get up to in these crazy festivals. I like met all these awesome guys, girls, blokes, I guess, who were nurses, and I was like, really surprised you know initially I had these misconceptions that oh they were the doctor and no they were the nurses who were 
hands-on helping keep these patients alive. Some of them, you know, were in the defense force. Some of them did humanitarian things. So it was, yeah, it was pretty inspiring. I was like, this is definitely a career for me. It allows me to travel, help people. Now, you know, I'll never be bored, so. I started the nurse break when I was actually a student. I guess I was meeting all these like really interesting nurses from every specialty. And I figured if once I leave being a student here, I'll never meet this nurse again, potentially. And everything that I learned from them, it's just me that learned it. So I really wanted to capture um, and share their stories. Also, you know, we work in multidisciplinary teams and we're often poorly informed about how our colleagues work. So it's really all about breaking barriers down so it started off as a, an, an attempt at a website with a lot of YouTube watching to learn. And I just did a few interviews. I think my very first interview was with an ICU physiotherapist. So I wanted to interview all different types of people. So it started really small and then it really grew traction from there. And I guess people love hearing about, you know, where their careers could go and hearing from colleagues from other states. I've interviewed some incredibly interesting people over the last two and a half years through a mixture of writing articles, live Q&As that have turned into podcasts, and we also created a mini-series that hit mainstream media. So I guess if I was, like, I'll be honest, I have to be diplomatic, I love all of my guests. I think there are some key highlights for me. So I interviewed recently Rachel Lynch, who's an Olympic hockey player, um, recently did the Tokyo Olympics, and she's also a registered nurse. So that was a really cool story about how to be an elite athlete and a nurse. I chatted also this year to Karen Hammond, Dr. Karen Hammond, who's a, who's a specialist in disaster nursing, and she'd just recently come back from Papua New Guinea after doing a contract with the World Health Organization. You know, and there's so many different types of nursing. So we interviewed Jacob Coleman from Medicine Sans Frontier, Doctors Without Borders, who'd just recently come back from Iraq and was working in an ICU there working as a nurse manager. Another cool profession that no one really knows about is the forensic nursing or forensic nurse practitioner, Tracy Markham from South Australia. That was an amazing interview. She goes in depth about everything that you've definitely never learned at uni about sexual assault and how do we really advocate for our patients when they experience domestic violence. And then I guess one of my last highlight interviews would be just a few weeks ago where I collaborated with Barwon Health in Melbourne and it's Matthew Armstrong. And he's a pacer nurse, which is a, effectively these are nurses who ride along with police officers and they respond to triple zero jobs where there's like a mental health emergency and try to prevent mentally unwell people from entering the health system unnecessarily. So that's a, those are some definitely key highlight interviews. Early this year, we did the mini series on violence and, and we interviewed nurses about their raw experiences. And, you know, we featured in the Australian and Daily Mail and it really like empowered nurses to speak about things that have never been spoken about before and especially topical during COVID where we are experiencing so much violence and it's often underreported. So yeah, I guess the benefits and what I get out of it is an ability to, to give a platform for nurses to, to advocate for themselves. Yeah, I started interviewing nurses about their COVID experiences and I collaborated with Osmed that a lot of people probably know of. Um, and we got to really showcase stories and perspectives that you won't hear otherwise you know the mainstream media won't share these these stories and yeah it gave the raw sort of experiences so it affected the nurse break probably in a positive way because it drew a lot of traction to us but it also allowed us to really showcase what nurses really do so how has COVID affected my nursing so I guess I was nursing in Gen Med in Melbourne 
during the start of COVID and we were watching like European countries in Italy, like, you know, their systems crumble. I mean, we were sort of just like waiting for it to hit us and it sort of never actually did. And then I moved in July in 2020 to emergency. And that was when we were getting like, you know, hundreds of cases a day. And, you know, I had to wear these face masks and gowns and I couldn't recognize any of my new colleagues. I didn't even know their names for weeks. So it was a really, really strange experience. You know, you drive home after shift and there'd be you know, this eerie emptiness in the streets because it was illegal to go out. So it was a really strange experience. And then obviously I'm in the territory now and I don't know what COVID is. I've never heard of it before. Um, yeah, we don't really have COVID up here in the territory. It's been pretty good. I guess the cool thing about nursing is like, you, know, you can never get bored. Like you can work in a hundred different specialties. If you have like a side gig that you want to endeavor on, I would say find a niche, find something that is of benefit to people and you're really passionate about. Because if you haven't ticked those two boxes, then it's going to be really difficult to, to do, do it long term. And I guess that's the goal, right? If we're going to do something, we want to do it well and do it right. I guess also have some perspective that you know, you're going to have to teach yourself a lot of things. You know, you're going to have a lot of time requirements, but it totally can be done um, as long as you're passionate about it. I guess one of the big benefits that I've got out of running the nurse break and that you would get through running, you know, your own little entrepreneurial gig would be you get to meet and network with so many people. I mean, I've interviewed people who are potentially my next boss. So it's been a really interesting experience interviewing CEOs and directors of nursing and people that, you know, for organizations that I'd love to work with. Health Professionals Bank is proud to support Nursing Australia Week and celebrate the enormous contribution nurses make to the health and wellbeing of all Australians. At Health Professionals Bank, we're here to serve those who give so much in the service of others to make sure your financial needs are being looked after while you look after others. To find out more about the ways Health Professionals Bank can help nurses achieve financial wellbeing, go to www.hpbank.com.au or click the link in the show notes of this episode. It's that time of day to announce the winner of today's Spill Your Guts competition, the last one for the week. Well, we've had lots of nurses write in today to share their creepy ghost stories. Lots of people reporting lights being turned on and sometimes even behind locked doors. Doors opening and closing, strange shadows on the CCTV, no one's there. One wrote in to tell us about working in a small aged care home when one of the long-term residents would always ring the bell a couple of times a night to ask for all sorts of different things. The staff knew if the bell was to ring at night, it was probably this lady. Well, she passed away one day and her room was emptied out. That night, in the middle of the night, the bell started ringing and it was coming from her room. It ran for a few seconds, then it went off. Then it happened again and again. So the nurses went to investigate and the room was totally empty. Spooky. Ugh. Gives me shivers. Tamara wrote in to say that she was working in a remote Indigenous community and was finding that women arriving at her clinic all were presenting with tachycardia and she was a bit concerned about that pattern, as you would be. She asked a few questions of the ladies who were coming into her clinic and it turns out that to get to the clinic, they had to walk past a rock formation that was known to house a being with malicious intent, particularly towards women. Tamara said that she learnt to wait until they'd had a cup of tea and a bit of a chat and then she'd do their robs. Good plan. The winner today is Dee. 
She wrote in saying that she was working in a hospital where the northern wing was originally an old mansion-like building. Rumour had it that the mansion was haunted. A cleaner had fallen off a ladder some time before and had died a long, long time ago. One night, a patient pushed their call bell saying that they could hear a rattling noise. And then another said that they heard a ghost-like sound. So Dean, another nurse, ventured into this northern wing to investigate. Sure enough, they could hear the rattling and it was coming from a cleaner's cupboard. And they were a little frightened by this point. So they opened the door, very brave, go girls, opened the door to the cleaner's cupboard and found two staff members having relations in the cupboard. Oops, busted, at work, not classy. Anyway, the ghosts continued to haunt the mansion, but the rattles no longer scared the nurses at night. Great story, Dee. A copy of Georgie's new book off the charts and the $500 gift voucher is on its way to you. The final winner of Spill Your Guts for Nursing Australia Week. Good job, everyone, for sending in all your stories. So here we are on Fabulous Friday and at the end of Nursing Australia Week 2021. We have Brad Emanuel's Song for Nurses next, but if you have loved this week as much as us, then please subscribe to our regular episodes of the Nursing Australia podcast out on all your fave listening apps on Spotify, click to follow, and on Apple Podcasts, click to subscribe. Better still, come along and hang out with us at the APNA Roadshow 2022. We're taking our conference on the road starting in February. Matt and I are going to be there with the APNA team, and we're going to be in Hobart, on the Gold Coast, in Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney, Canberra, over west of Frio, then Cairns in March and Darwin in August. Now, we have capacity limits. Thank you, COVID. Old square metre rules. So register to secure your spot, and there is a link in the show notes of this episode to do just that. I'm really looking forward to the conference roadshow, the APNA roadshow, I must say. I'm really stoked to get around the country. And speaking of the APNA team, a massive thank you to Leith Alexander, our producer extraordinaire, and our fearless leader, a.k.a. the news desk guy, news reader, Mitch Wall, and all of the APNA team or the APNA family uh, that have worked so hard to make this Nursing Australia Week especially for you. Oh, I almost don't want to say goodbye. It's been such an awesome ride this week, but it is that time. So to all the nurses everywhere, it has been my honour. See ya. Yeah, thank you so much uh, for for having me in your ear um, all week. I really appreciate those hanging in. Um, So thank you so much, Nursing Australia listeners. Uh, It was such a pleasure to bring this week, and I do hope that we will cross paths in the future. So please keep listening to the Nursing Australia podcast. And to finish things off, here is Brad Emanuel's Song for Nurses, which was written prior to vaccines being available when nurses were there. On the line, always putting your patients first. strange times Everywhere you look there's long lines to see you And while we're at home You're on the job until it's done and we see you So this is for the ones in blue I don't know how you do what you do You're gonna get it, that doesn't bother you but you're there on the line, always in control Rest don't matter for the caregiver's soul 
And you always put us first Thank you, nurse There will be better days This will be over soon someday That's what I hear But you'll carry on Taking care of us is in your blood And that's why you're here And we're grateful for your tears I don't know how you do what you do You're gonna get it, that doesn't bother you But you're there on the line, always in control Rest don't matter to the caregiver's soul And you always put us first Thank you I don't know how you do what you do You're gonna get it, that doesn't bother you But you're there on the line, always in control Rest don't matter for the caregiver's soul and you always put us first I don't know how you do what you do You're gonna get it, that doesn't bother you But you're there on the line, always in control Rest don't matter for the caregiver's soul And you always put us first Thank you, nurse We thank you, we thank you, thank you Thank you, yeah. The rest don't matter for the caregiver's soul. Wash your hands. Thank you, nurses. Thanks for listening to Nursing Australia Week. A week just for you. For more information, visit APNA at www.apna.asn.au